Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? I want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's guest is a master podcaster. He's a motivational person. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about so many good things. And of course, you know, looking in, into him, uh, Tim is also a phoenix. So we're going to hear about a lot of his stories. How you doing today, Phoenix? I'm, I'm good, brother. Thank you for the warm introduction. And uh, I'm a diehard, uh, uh, committed uh, phoenix right on my arm there. But uh, thank you for that uh, shout out, man. Uh, thank you for taking the time um, for having me on your podcast, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, pre- I, I appreciate it. You know, we, 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 we met and, I, and then I started looking. You know, I always look at people to see if we really fit into a, uh, a podcast. You know, like I don't want to just put on anybody because if it doesn't fit, I want the audience to know what we're expecting. But th- then I'm looking and hitting you home. I mean, we're like brothers from another mother in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> you have two teenage girls. I have two teenage girls. And uh yeah. it's a definite experience brother <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, i have a son too who's uh oh okay 17 and uh he's a mechanic and and um doing well and yep all uh teenagers right now at home 15 16 and 17 wow <laughs> okay now i've I've only seen a couple of the videos with the girls so i, I apologize for not including your son yeah, um yeah, but maybe. yeah it's uh it, it having a lot of teenagers it, it, it puts things in perspective, man. You know, I, I know as a yeah. parent, I, I'm sometimes ready to say something and I'm like, what were you doing at that age? And I was like, all right, shut up. You know, like they, they, they got to do what they got to do in some ways. Like my daughter comes over to me every now and then and asks me a question and I go, are you asking for permission or are you just telling me that something happened? And she goes, okay, uh, um, what would happen if I came home and, and I was drunk? I go, we'd have a conversation but are you going to be have your hand cut off? No, yeah. I don't approve of it. I don't do any of that. And and my girls haven't. But you know, I'll tell you a quick story, and then I'll, we'll, we'll get into you. I went up to my yeah, daughter yeah. in college. Uh, I have one daughter who's uh, a nine, she'll be nineteen uh, in March, so she's in college. And um, come up there, and I'm like, all right, let's go walk around campus, just you and me, because we were around her, all of her girlfriends. And I go, so how much drinking are you doing? And she got she stopped. She got scared. And I go. <laughs> Jocelyn, I know that you, you know, you were drinking, you're like, you're at college, like, I'm not giving you permission, right? You're 21 in in New York state, but you're not in trouble. Don't worry about it. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the type of dad, you know, I am. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that's the type of dad that you are, you know, whatever happens. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, um, what is the goal mm-hmm. uh, for me? The goal is to uh, maintain an open dialogue to where you can help them navigate through tough situations. And so the way to quickly destroy that is to, uh, you know, constantly threaten, constantly be aggressive, you know, and these other behaviors to where, uh, pardon like the therapeutic terminology, but, you know, dad's not safe. Like, um, you know, if we told him something, um, then it would lead to, you know, something very devastating. So, you know, as far as my parenting style, um, I've had a unassertive father uh, who's just like, 
going with the flow. And then my stepfather, he was more like the authoritarian. So I've had both of those extremes through, um, extreme rigidness and extreme, um, you know, just anything goes sort of hippie, uh, let's smoke dope together sort of attitude. So I've had the extremes of both and I've, I've seen them both and, and they're very destructive. So, uh, it, it brought me to, to a more, uh, centered approach that, uh, doesn't utilize either one of those, you know, modalities. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I, I think that it's great that you are, unfortunately or fortunately, that you had those experiences to know what to base off of. You know, not everybody right, has right. had that, but that, that, that's really cool. You know, sometimes we have just a pattern of the same type of role models and, uh, you know, but uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like for my uh, father, um, his father was uh, military and very authoritative, uh, authoritarian. And uh, he leaned towards liberalism and, um, you know, kind of anything goes. So, you know, in the parenting, it's like if you get a, like a harsh uh, perspective, you, you either become like kind of similar to them and or you go to the extreme opposite and you're like, I'm not doing that to my kids. And then so you, you can end up going to the other extreme. So, uh, you know, a thing that I try to practice is, is, is to get center. Yeah. And, these uh, extreme polarization of parenting and stuff. Find center ground. Well, how's how's one way that you find center ground when we're talking about center ground? Like for me, uh, it's kind of like a, a core value. Uh, so, you know, being that kind of philosophical, and uh, you know, learning from you know ancient poets and stoicism and and biblical uh, text and stuff. Uh, I think for me having that as a core value and then practicing awareness when I step out into maybe a moderate stance and that I'm going into like an extremism, noticing that being able to be objective, step out of myself, examine it. All of those I think are like so important to, to maintain balance. Cause um, if we don't know the core value, we don't know that, Hey, Tim's all about uh, uh, moderation um, I don't know what center is, then there's no way for me to know if I gravitate from it, right? Uh, there's no like baseline. So I think establishing that core value and that awareness when you're kind of drifting away to some form of extremism. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I, you know, I just had a conversation about that, about the North Star. You have to know what your North Star yeah. is. That's and, you know, you know uh, because when they were sailing, right, when the original – you know, people were, were sailing and, and didn't know, you know, didn't have all the gear that we have now, the GPS and, and things like that. You had to follow a star or a point in life, and you needed to know what yeah, your point yeah. was. Yeah, I love that analogy. That's kind of what I think is, uh, you know, um, the, the direction of your life flows from a compass or a core values, and getting established in those then help you. That doesn't mean that you always stay on track, uh, <laughs> but it does mean that you have. Uh, you have like a bedrock belief that you that you know, and then when you veer off course, like another one for me is like I'm not going to use fear and intimidation to motivate people to action. So I've used that inside of parenting. I've used that inside of the treatment center environment, where instead of escalating, I de-escalate and I bring peace to the situation. So this like core value of just having that core value alone and saying I'm gonna make this operational in my life. And when I get off, of course, it's easy to get off because 
you know, someone might tempt you to go into that very uh, powerful, aggressive stance when it's not needed, uh, coming back to that core value of uh, getting back on track. So, yeah, you need those resets because I, I do that also. You know, we have that, that North Star, but we drift, you know, a, a little bit one way or another. And, yeah, you know, that's the this that's is what a- I think uh, uh, life is, you know, a process of, of kind of growth and uh, a journey and evolution and stuff. And uh, that is not to say that we can't revert back um, uh, in habits. So catching those, I'm reverting back to a normal pattern of behavior that causes me pain. So let me get back to um, what was working. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the thing is being awareness, the, the, the self-awareness. Yeah. Uh, because I know when I grew up, uh, there was really no self-awareness and, and a lot of parts, you know, you're just like, all right, I'm doing it, man. This is just the way I'm doing it. And, and then you become like an adult, right? You're like, Hey dude, uh, I could do it because I can. And you know, <laughs> you know, the, the, and the one question I ask when I work with people is I go, okay, how's that working for you? And yeah. you know, so I, I do that myself every now and then I'm like, all right, things are not going right. What's, what are you doing differently? And yeah, you have to kind of recalibrate. So how is that working for you? Like literally, so as a parent, if I'm like in an authoritarian role and, you know, obviously if I'm controlling, I'm dictating, I'm using fear and punishment to inspire conformity, um, there is going to be things that are taking place inside of my kids and there's going to be some riff in between me and them in the relationship. So how's that working out for you is the best question you could ask somebody. <laughs> Yeah. How's that working? So, so I know you're, you know, there's, there's so much to, to talk about that, you know, we, we talked about, but you have a, you're, you're obviously into podcasting. That's how you and I met through, through Alpha Podcasters. And, uh, you know, so one of your podcasts is, is talking about creating love. And, and that's where, I, you yeah, know, yeah. so I'd love to hear about it and, and how you, yeah, how so, you got into it and, and, and where do you see it going? <laughs> yeah. So I did, uh, um, had a very crazy uh, childhood that led to teenage years, just really messed up, ended up getting, you know, a footing in my late twenties, started working for a treatment center, helping at risk youth. I did that for a decade. And then from there transitioned into, um, you know, putting myself out there. What happened was I told my story on Facebook. It was like 25 minutes. I just kind of raw and laid it out there. And um, this was five years ago, and um, I got Facebook famous of what it was, and thousands upon thousands of people watched this video, and the comments just started rolling in because uh, there wasn't really people being vulnerable and telling their story at the time, and I hit a nerve, you know, inside of uh, so that story and saying, okay, this this message needs to be shared. That led to me uh, starting my first podcast and then just evolved to where I am today. So I have uh, three podcasts right now. Yeah, I got a podcast about podcasting, <laughs> of course. And then I do one with my wife um, about uh, real connection. And we're talking about connection in all areas of your life. Uh, but we do focus on the uh, spiritual aspect. And then my third podcast is about uh, stoicism and using those principles as a, a core value to create a successful business. Yeah. Because you, you need those foundations and, you know, I, I mean, each one of those podcasts they're while they're the same in, in, in that you're the host or, or one of the hosts, 
but it still is those principles. Well, what type of principles do you use or, you know, to make sure that you keep those balances? Because that's what life is really all about. Yeah, yeah. So um, a bedrock belief is of mine is that I'm a holistic person and that if I focus on one to the detriment of the other, as far as like an area of my life, let's just say like uh, finance and business. If I uh, focus on that to the detriment of my family, then I'm no longer operating at full capacity. So now I go down to, instead of operating at 100%, if I focus all on business, that's only 25% of my life. And if I go all in on that to the forsaking of the other uh, quadrants of life, then basically I'm about a 25% man and that's the way I'm showing up in life. So the core value for me is, that uh, I'm going to endeavor to be as holistic as possible. And that means that I'm not going to uh, forsake my soul for money. I'm not going to forsake my family for money. And I'm not going to forsake money for, you know, for my soul, because people even get into this hyper spirituality that business and money don't matter. And so they focus on everything on their soul to the detriment of everything else. So holistic well-rounded is is the core value and uh you know i teach that pretty much on each one of my podcasts in one way or another yeah no podcast is, is amazing i started listening to some of them and obviously started following because that's what it is it's all that wholeness uh because you know when i use the bat again that's not about violence it's all about getting that that sweet spot that that, that, that perfect hit but you know yeah. if, you, if you miss it a little bit you know, again, if the balance is off, doesn't matter where the balance is off. You then have to readjust that, and yeah, yeah. you know, and part of that is coming through those Phoenix moments. So I know you you have a tat uh, of Phoenix, and so what? Are, and I know you've mentioned it before. So why is the Phoenix so important to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my childhood of um, you know growing up in dysfunction, having a very traumatic experiences as a young child, and then. Uh, being taken away by the government uh, from my parents and then placing with the, the custody of my grandmother and then living with her for a couple of years and then uh, going to wake her up and she didn't wake up. Uh, all of this happening by 13. So just wow. traumatic event after traumatic event after, you know, drugs, prostitution, even a murder. I tell people, yeah, there was somebody murdered in my backyard from throat to throat and, you know, uh, you know, as a kid witness, not the murder, but seeing the aftermath of it and feeling unsafe. And so there was this, this crazy chaotic environment. I go into my teenage years, uh, uh, immediately addicted to drugs. Like the first thing that I was trying to do is numb out. I was trying to cope. Uh, I, I didn't have the skills to um, navigate life uh, because all the men in my life were, were uh, in prison or just uh, say it nicely, they just weren't very good role models or people, you know? And so navigating my teenage years and then, you know, finding a mentor at uh, 16 that invested into my life and just totally changed the dynamics. Um, that's my Phoenix rising moment that, you know, I had this mindset as a teenager that, you know, I, really didn't think I was going to see 18. I definitely didn't think I was going to see 21 and the overdoses in the, in the chaotic lifestyle was my self-fulfilling prophecy to make sure that I didn't. 
and then this 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 grand rising, uh, this event that that causes you know outside looking in this this kid's down for the count. He's a loser, uh, you know, born on welfare, addicted, all of this stuff. Like he's he's never going to do anything. And then somebody comes along and starts inputting different data, and the data was like. You're more than uh, uh, worth more than three hots in a cot and like get a vision, uh, lift up your eyes, look at all everything that you can accomplish. And I'm looking at I never heard that before in my life. I never heard anything like that. Uh, I heard I was a piece of shit. I heard I was a loser. I heard all of these things. I never heard anybody telling me uh, that I had potential and that I should pursue it. And so that new data uh, started to be deposited in me and I started to believe in myself. And I'm like, shit, like. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do something great. So, which you have, uh, uh, you know, by putting these type of messages out there, I really believe in, in that holistic uh, uh, approach. In that you put it out there, somebody's going to hear these messages. We'll be back in a moment. Well, that's a nice song. Hey, hey, everybody. It's me, the launch dad himself, George Andriopoulos, the host of the LaunchCast, the co-host of Over My Dad Podcast. But more importantly, I'm here today on behalf of Launchpad 516 Studios, the podcast production company that makes those two shows, the one you're listening to now, and so many others possible. Now, what is Launchpad 516 Studios? Well, it's the brainchild of Launchpad 516 it's a podcast production company, and we help you from conceptualization to production to recording to post production to monetization. The key word here let's turn that hobby, that idea into a revenue stream. But more importantly, let's get that important idea out there and get your voice heard because that's what matters right now. Hit us up, launchpad516studios.com, to find out more information. Or send us an email, podcast at lp516.com. DM me at Launchpad CEO on all the platforms. Let's chat. Let's get your voice heard. We're pretty good at this, guys. Don't let this offer slip by you. Later, guys. You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Schmetzky. You said your um, coping skills. You, you, we, I, I can't imagine being 13 going through the things that you just shared. So you know, I'm not going to make you go through it. But what are the coping skills you use now? So I'm glad that you found that mentor. But yeah, now, yeah. you know, I know for myself, I have to uh, make sure that I use it all the time. You can't just have that gym membership and not use it. Yeah, yeah. So for me, uh, so holistically minded is um, – making deposits in each area of your life. So, um, you know, treating everything as like Stephen Covey called it, the, the emotional bank account and making mm-hmm. deposits in people. Uh, I'm making deposits in myself. I'm making deposits uh, in my wife. I'm, you know, deposits in my children. And so whatever activity promotes that deposit is the activity that causes my life to grow. Uh, so for example, uh, my wife and I, it's connecting every morning, uh, going through a devotional, talking about what we, uh, what we learned and then every, uh, meeting every week 
like clockwork and talking about, you know, what happened this week. So with that, it's like the coping skill inside of a marriage is making those emotional deposits, doing the things that cause your life to grow and uh, moving forward. For me personally, uh, listening to the podcast, uh, Audible, uh, uh, I have a go-to pos- uh, podcast that I, that I listen to uh, religiously and um, uh, Audible books. And then uh, uh, I'm a Bible person. So reading the book of Proverbs is very important to me. Uh, repeatedly over and over to sink in wisdom uh, inside of my life. So uh, to put it short, the deposits inside of each area of your life so you can uh, experience fulfillment. That's where I think fulfillment comes, honestly. Yeah, no, I I, I agree because I think you plant seeds. So, you know, there might be a book. You know, I, I use that metaphor a lot, planting seeds, and you don't know which ones will grow. Like when you plant a seed, when you plant a, your garden, you might plant a lot of seeds and not all the flowers grow. But some grows, yeah. and, you know, every now and then they'll surprise you because you'll be a grow. One of those seeds will grow like in the middle of the winter, at least here in New York, and you'll be like, how'd that come out? Um, yeah. But you just keep feeding the water. Yeah. What's amazing about this is uh, – <clears throat> Uh, it's an ancient principle inside of Stoicism to where uh, to live according to nature, and according to nature is the the evolution of the growth process of the planting of the seed, the nurturing, the growth, the fruit, partaking of the fruit, and the reproduction. That this is uh, living according to nature is like getting involved in that plan. So that means that I need to plant seeds, I need to nurture, I need to you know partake of the fruit, and our whole existence thrives around that. But not only that, if you go to like uh, Jesus Christ and him talking about uh, seed planting and bearing uh, 30, 60, 100 fold based upon the condition of our heart, then we, we, we kind of get the idea that the wise people uh, that have gone before us, they knew how to live according to nature and join in the process of co-creating with divinity and planting that seed in each area of their life so they can experience the results that they're looking for, you know? Yeah, no, that, that's beautiful because that's that's really what it's all about. At the end of the day, is is the growth. Nobody just wants to plant a seed, you, you know. <laughs> right? and, and and we we trust the process. I, I know there was something that I, I wrote in my notes about that you you spoke about your phoenix on, on one of your sites about trusting the process, about the growth process. Yeah. And we yeah. might go through multiple phoenix moments, but it's trusting that process. Much like we we plant seeds today, not expecting the results today. It's the start of that growth process. and Yeah, I love that uh, analogy. And, well, first, I think we need to uh, believe and know that there is a process. Um, nature teaches us the process for life. If I want to co-create something with my wife, I need to plant that seed. And then we need to nurture it and, and, and see it to completion. Um, so nature in everything is screaming to us the, the process of co-creation is to is that seed uh and that co-creation so for me it's like uh for who believes in the div- divinity is that uh, i need to align myself with that co-creation process and allow that that seed to be planted in my heart and to grow and so to think about this though in a business mindset you know planting the seed is is coming up with the idea and um of what you're going to accomplish. And that idea is, that's all it is. It's just a seed. It's just an idea. It needs to be planted in other people so they can uh, get on, get on board the train 
and she didn't make investments inside of them. And so everything <laughs> goes back to this original thing of, you know, are we going to get aligned with the way uh, nature works and get engaged in that process? Yeah. So, well, we get on the po- the power train, right? The, the podcast power train. <laughs> yeah. So how'd you come up with that name? Uh, you know, uh, power train. So I joined the team after they started mm-hmm. as a, um, uh, production, overseeing production, and then um, became the CEO to operate the uh, operations of the company. So, um, from my understanding, they went from uh, podcast penthouse or, or penthouse podcast or something. It, uh, you know, probably wasn't the best name. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's but trial and error, right? To, uh, yeah. Power train, which is a really neat thought, like jump on the power train. Yep. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, you like to you can, you can use it a lot of different ways, a lot of different metaphors and, and things like that. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your podcast? Uh, we'd, we'd love to, you know, hear about your podcast and, and so each one. So I know there's the there's the business aspect of it, uh, and then the, the one you know with your wife. How, how is that? You know, some, I, I know when I was married, uh, we couldn't uh, kayak together. So I, I'm not sure that we can, uh, we could have uh, necessarily podcast together. So we've been, uh, let's comment on that one first, because uh, we've been uh, working at home together for four years. And um, yeah, it's not for everybody, man. I just <laughs> put that out there. Like um, certain personalities it's going to go well for. And for example, um, she does what she wants, when she wants, how she wants. Um, you know, I am a peacemaker in the sense that, um, I I adapt very easy. And so that means I can go this way or I can go that way, like based upon, uh, just gathering information and stuff. So I think we're the perfect fit now, uh, people who would try to endeavor this, who are not the perfect fit. Um, you might as well just sign the divorce papers now because it's not going to work <laughs> out for you. <laughs> so over the process, we learned um, there's certain things that we don't do. Um, there's a certain way that we operate with each other, and there's a certain way how we work. And uh, learning those like different things um, is important to making it work because, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that, that's exactly right. You need to know your boundaries. I mean, that's what that bring about means is boundaries – so you know, like what works, what doesn't work, and look if you go outside the boundary, you might get hit with a real bad. But you know, yeah. uh, but yeah. you know, but it, but that, that's that's part of the whole thing because, uh, as you said, you have three podcasts, and you have to balance. So there's different mindsets in each one of those. Those are not just you know they're all the same podcast just with a different title. They're all different mindset, different boundaries, and you might yeah. not want to blend the two, any of the three. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and then. There's, um, for me, it's a, it's a spiritual thing of, um, energy and flow. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I get a deposit of maybe information like that, well, that's really good. That's, that's awesome. I guess I can choose to keep that information to myself or I could choose to share it. But what I've found with sharing it is a replenishing sort of, uh, mindset. So if you wanted to get into flow, uh, as far as podcasting is concerned, then you keep you keep uh, delivering what you have, uh, so more can take its place. If we start 
uh, holding it and saying, you know, this is, this is, I'm just going to practice this. I'm not going to tell anybody about it. Um, you can guarantee that the inf more information will not be deposited because it's like a, it's an energy thing. Yeah, no. And, and I love that you mentioned about the energy because that's what I always talk about. Uh, and we have lots of guests who've talked about that energy flow that you have to kind of, because once you damn it, you know, once you block it, you know, that's why a lot of people go, well, I've been damned. I'm like, yeah, you've been blocked. So then what, how do you move that through? And how do you move that through? So, and, and then yeah. they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, no, I'm not talking about like devil God. Like this is, yeah. I go, if you're damned, think about it. If you're at a river, right? The beaver dams the river. He doesn't, you know, send it to anywhere. It's just yeah. blocked, man. So you just got to unleash those waters, unleash the flow. Yeah, man, that's, that's such a good analogy. Thank you for that. I'm going I'm to take that. Because that's what I feel <clears throat> is key to success is um, two analogies that come to mind with that is, you know, getting yourself plugged into an electrical uh, current mm -hmm. and getting alignment with it. And then, of course, uh, taking the initiative to get up and hit the switch so you can get the, the flow of energy going. There's a couple of processes in there, but my responsibility to get up and hit the switch. But then there's another uh, analogy that I like to use is... Um, uh, wavelengths and energy, mm -hmm. uh, radio waves, you know, distributing everywhere around us, but getting uh, tuned in and dialed in. Well, that's my responsibility. So as far as like, say, the universe uh, is broadcasting, is distributing, there's no, uh, uh, if you ask for wisdom, wisdom will come because that's what you're, that's the energy that, you, that you're seeking. Yeah. So getting yourself aligned and in tune with that so you can actually, um, maybe get that communication or distribution uh, is key. Yeah. And speaking about distribution. So uh, with your podcast, how do you get it out there? Uh, you know, so what would you suggest to somebody who's just starting out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, number one is the really get your, your marketing message dialed in and uh, it'll save you a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of mistakes. Um, it's better to get thoroughly dialed in at the beginning of who you're trying to reach than um, constantly changing uh, because you didn't like sit down and do the work necessary to figure it out. So um, number one for me is don't even look at the tacticals, the, nothing like what, what am I, who am I, what am I going to say, who am I talk, uh, talking to, who is going to resonate with me, um, you know, answering some of these questions in and really getting it dialed in at the beginning, I think is key. Yeah, no, and that was when I started my podcast. So mine's a little, you know, as you know, mental health and, and wellness and, and, and things like that. Well, the first eight episodes were to get to people to know me. Uh, I'm not sure if you listened to them yet, but I, I got more comments about that through email or through the reviews being like, they thought that was cool that I spent the time to try to get to know me, it's like, why should you be on my podcast? There's a million podcasts that are out there, you know, on any of our subjects. I mean, it, you know, and why would they want to listen to you? And I told them I want to be family. Like, I want to make that that that, that connection. And you got to know who I am. I can't just be talking to people and you know, think everybody thinking that I'm I'm fine and you know, I'm the I'm the expert. I might be the expert on me, and I know the expert on processes, but. Um, how do you share your expertise? Um, yeah, so I do it in each form of the podcast. Um, you know, that's what I feel like uh, um, my mission is to show up and to kind of share share my life. 
but it's a little more, I think, just grounded in uh, solid principles, if you will, um, because I've uh, started a podcast, because I've launched a business, because you know I've worked from home uh, for quite some time, because you know I have a successful marriage, because you know I've created this thing with my kids where um, you know there's openness and there's vulnerability, and they're not concerned about you know that the hammer of justice, if you will. Um, I think leading from a place of I got a couple things down, <laughs> and I got a couple things down pretty good. Um, so, you know, as far as like a, a standing, um, all you need to do is take those couple things that, um, that you got down really well, and then of course, reach down below you and help get a person up to that level. So as far as like, uh, mission fulfillment and that stuff, that's what I feel like the process is, is like, get something down, get something down pretty good and, uh, bring someone up to your level. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? So where so uh, where are you reaching up to now? I'm reaching up to uh, building a multi-million dollar business um, and then probably uh, creating a pay structure that allows me to step outside of the business and create a reoccurring income to where I don't have to work inside that business and then go into create like a lifelong uh, legacy type business. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. I know yeah, I've taken yeah. a lot of your time and I usually, usually keep the episodes to about a half hour or so. Okay. Um, is there any final message that you'd like to give everybody? You know, I, I would, I would. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, ancient uh, saying that, you know, uh, first visualize and see, yourself of what you want to be and then do what is required. So I think the, um, for example, like the secret, they got one message dialed in and that's like maybe visualization, see yourself uh, <clears throat> where you want to be and what you want to do. But the second part of that is just out application and systems and processes to get you to where you want to be. So visualize what you want to be and then go uh, take action on that plan. And it's really a, it's a daily activity. Yeah. And, and that's the really important part. It's that consistency. Uh, it's like mm -hmm. anything else. Uh, it's like the podcast. You have to, have, if you committed once a week, then you got to come out. If you want it twice a week, you don't want to have any random pieces because it's that consistency that'll build you exactly what you're looking for. That's what it is. It's these daily um, things that you're doing, the daily habits that really get you to where you want to be. Not just dreaming about it. <laughs> 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 yeah, dreams are good, but you got to take the action. Got to take the action and do what is required. Trust the process. Okay. Well, well thanks a lot, Tim, for, for your, your time. And for everybody else, just remember, peace and love is always great to have in your life, and you have to find that balance. When you do find that balance, hit take that swing and make sure you hit the sweet spot, but make sure it's nonviolent and also that you've thought about it and taking the balance. Have a great day. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. 
Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidchemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just a chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.